A northerner from Huddersfield. A Londoner from London. <laughs> That's chuffing obvious. I'm Nat Richards. And I'm David Baker. And welcome to our sophisticated, civilised, refined... Oh, come off it. We're just two Brits in Oz. Having a laugh. Talking all things UK news. This is Aussie Pomcast. And welcome to another episode of Aussie Pomcast. Lots to unpack in UK news right now, isn't there? So let's get straight into it. We've got a new Prime Minister. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. Just like that after 15 well, it wasn't weeks. wasn't painless <laughs> at all, yeah, exactly. was it? I know. Yeah, we finally got one. Truss, um, I think as expected in the last few weeks, won quite comfortably. Um, and so, yeah, she, she's, she's now our new Prime Minister, but, you know, not after some nonsense and some... Boring. Oh, yeah. I mean, here he is. Boris had to say a goodbye speech, didn't he? After his trip to, trips on holiday and God knows what else, he's got to have a proper farewell. And um, he's given a speech in the way only Boris can, really. Um, compared himself to a missile. <laughs> well, should we, should we just have a listen? <laughs> Let's have a listen. Let's have a little Let's listen. Have a listen. Let me say that I am now like one of those booster rockets that has fulfilled its function. And I will now be gently re-entering the atmosphere and splashing down invisibly in some remote and obscure corner of the Pacific. And like Cincinnatus, I am returning to my plough. Um, so he's compared himself to a missile yep. and, um, of course, to a Roman leader as well. Yeah, I find that, you know, when you're just about to leave politics and, you, and you're worried that maybe you didn't resonate with the everyday people, that maybe you should, uh, you should compare yourself <laughs> to a Roman leader that no one's ever heard of. Yes. Just the weird, it's so typical of him. It's He's just, so odd, isn't it? Yeah. But I tell you what, it'd be good at a trivia night because he'd know all this niche knowledge. Yeah, about, I know. Roman Empire and God knows what else. But unfortunately, he'd be rubbish at the politics round. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Shame, he should have paid more attention. <laughs> um, but he does say, like Cincinnatus, I'm returning to my plough, which basically uh, refers to a Roman leader who went to retire and then came back to uh, guide the Republic through a war. So that's um, been seen as being an indication that he's not done, he's yeah. coming back. A lot of people reading into it, like mm. he, he was saying it as if to say he's done his job, like the booster rocket, he's... he's disintegrated it is going to disappear into the far corners of something i don't know what he was talking about happen to him the speculation he's going to go on the the speaking tours of course he'll go on speaking tours he'll do some newspaper columns he'll do a book deal and he'll come away okay with lots and lots of money yeah nice and we had a liz met liz as well she went up to balmoral to meet the queen yep um yeah, look, I mean, the Queen's uh, formally received the new Prime Minister, as it happens, um, yep. up at Balmoral, because, not that she couldn't be asked going down to London, because, well, because she's been very sick, as uh, we all know. Maybe it's because she could Maybe, I mean, to be honest, who could blame her? We've, we've discussed this before. I mean, who blames if she can't be asked at her look, age? Honestly, the way we're churning out Prime Ministers, next time she's just going to be in the Bahamas, isn't she? Not you bothering. come to me. It's like weddings. Like, what point do you go, I'm not coming to your next one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone. Don't bother inviting me. I'm done. <laughs> there she is. I mean, thing that's uh, drawn all the attention, unfortunately, in this picture is the Queen's right hand. Uh, you can see there's a fair bit of bruising there. And it, it's sad, isn't it, that we have to look at Well, I don't know if it's... She does look quite free. I don't know if it's sh- a shadow or... I mean, it possibly is bruising, but... I mean, at 96, you know, there's likelihood that she's going to cop a bruise here or there. Like, I thought you were going to say more than that, but, you know, she better not soon. <laughs> 96. Why do you have to bring it up every I mean, she's week? She's got a stick as well. Look, I mean, she's clearly getting on a bit. But look, now, she looks she? great. I think she looks happy. And she, I mean, I don't know if she's getting smaller. I mean, she was never 6'4, 
But she she does look <laughs> like she's, she's tiny. How tall is Liz Truss? Uh, she's five one. Oh wow! No, she's not. I made that up. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> the Queen has become an elf. Yeah, um, but it's all it's all quite interesting. But all just such a rigmarole. I mean, she had to fly to Balmoral. Like Balmoral is not on like it's not on the beaten track. It's all the way up in northern Scotland. So she's got to fly all the way there, and she literally she walked in. She shook her hand, and the Queen basically says to her, "Yep, you, you do you." Yeah. And then she gets, Welcome, love. yeah. <laughs> don't don't mess it so up. Yeah, don't touch my bruise. And then she just gets on a plane, goes all the way back to Downing Street, and then she has to deliver her first speech and announce oh, her it cabinet. Must be so hard for her. Oh. Imagine she be making the Queen do that. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, start you mean to go on. It's hard work, love. It's a pretty poison chalice. So I don't know how she's going to go on. Like she's been left a recipe for disaster. The economy's in a bit of a disaster. But on another note, isn't the Queen? Hasn't the Queen got a nice holiday house? Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Not as regal as I expected, though. So it's a bit cash. Kind of like Cash. It. Is that what it reminds you of your holiday house, is <laughs> it? <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? It's lovely. <laughs> it's quite, I, I expected, you know, a bit more grand, you know? Like, a, you expect a palace to be like, Whoa. Maybe she put away her good plates. No, you know when did. someone comes around and you're like, bothered <laughs> about, put them away. hide the good plates. Prime Minister's doing <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> Get the crap biscuits out. Yeah, exactly. But look at the waitress rubbish. <laughs> Get Sainsbury's. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, on Royals as well. I mean, there's one talking point this yeah. week and one only. And it's, it's her again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we are. I'm sorry, guys. We're going to make a land again. Um, it seems quite fitting that we're here we are talking about her again. Um, we've gone full circle with her here. Look, I mean, she's... She's outraged everybody, and it's not just me this time. Before you say anything, <laughs> well, no, she outraged me last week. This week, I'm back to not caring. She, I don't. She's think. back to. She's back in the UK with Harry. Harry, as you can see, is absolutely thrilled about it. Um, oh, here they are in Manchester. He loves the North, as you can tell. Um, he's got a face like a slapped ass. She looks absolutely thrilled. I think just because of the camera on her. And uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> gone to for one young world, another, you know. One of these buddy speeches that they do. Oh, speeches. But they don't Bloody achieve speeches. much. They do. They're just speeches. That's all they are. What and do you mean? this particular speech, Megan's copped an absolute lashing over because she mentions me and I 30 odd times oh, really? in this speech. It's been known as the me, me, me speech, the me, myself, and I speech already. Um, she just talks about, you know, how wonderful it is that she's gone from being a girl on suits to speaking in front of all these people. I mean, it has nothing to do at all with the fact that she's dating a prince, of course. I wonder how many keynote speeches you really go through. When someone gets, someone says to you, can you do a keynote speech and can you talk about your life and how you got to where you are and, you know, some of the things that you find most important. You try doing one of them without referencing yourself. Like, it's pretty difficult. The, the, the irritating thing about it is that we hear a lot about Megan, about what's wrong with the world, all the injustices in mm. the world. But we don't hear anything about how they propose to fix this. Right? All we're hearing is like, oh, it's all talk and no action. <laughs> what That's do you mean she's doing a talk at One World Leaders? Yeah, but like, we talk. That's it. She's all this talk about, you know, <laughs> oh, things are wrong, things are wrong. I've been so hard done by. Mm. That's great, love. You've got a platform. He's royalty. You're royalty. You've got a brilliant platform. This is, shit this tons is, of money. This is, do something about this it. This is them doing something like, about it. What can it? we do? This you, know, is them, you have got a This platform. is them doing something about it. And they have charitable foundations where they employ women and they employ yeah, people of colour. Like, that is them doing something I about it. I need to see more from that. I need to see more action <laughs> from bloody podcast What do you just want something out of it? This you get plenty po- out of it. <laughs> this bloody podcast of it. I mean, she's got a lot more <laughs> listeners than we have. <laughs> 
understatement of the year. Because you don't talk about yourself enough. <laughs> Do we talk to myself <laughs> and I? Uh, look, in the latest podcast, Arch- Archetypes. Um, yeah, well, this one she talks about sexism. Um, she says she refers to her own experience, which you'd expect, I know, but you know. <laughs> As a woman, she brought, and she's dealt with it, yeah. She goes on. It picked a very bizarre reference um, to talk about why she feels that she's been treated unfairly. Mm. And um, actually taken a crack at an Aussie TV host. Um, this is, this well. is bizarre. So, uh, Alison Langdon, who's um, a presenter on the Today Show on Channel Nine, she has um, she she must have spoken about being part yep. of the commentary for the royal wedding, and she references a fairy tale and said, "Oh, you know, it's a fairy tale mm-hmm. ending for a uh, you know prince and his wife and mm-hmm. whatnot." And she said she uses that as um, I guess proof that there's sexism there, and that she then says, "You know, oh well, who's to say he chose me? I chose him as well." And it's just a bizarre reference. It's, it's very odd. And it just seems like having a crack at, like, I mean, firstly, having a crack at an Aussie, no love, right? <laughs> Secondly, like, unusual reference. I'm sure there's far worse out there. Yeah, I know. But so I did, to talk about the first bit where she referenced, she doesn't actually reference the thing that she, so she just plays a little clip from it. It's like mm. a montage, like a segue into then talking about all this stuff that you said. I don't. She doesn't actually reference it as far as the bits that I've heard. So I don't. I just think she's just using that as evidence of people talking about their relationship. That that's how it's a fairy tale. Yeah, then well, she says but like, like that herself anyway. I know, but I, I don't. But then she doesn't criticize that specific little bit. So I don't know whether or not she's actually picked the wrong clip or she's not. But then what? She's, I mean, there's a lot of people that will listen to that before it goes live, surely. Probably. But then the thing that she actually talks about is fair enough. Like, why are we talking about him choosing her? It's not... I don't know who is talking about that, though. That's the thing. Oh, it's I like she's saying you. that. I, I bet Maybe there there's was. somebody that did. But maybe there's also equal amount of people that... I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people you accused like, her of chasing him. Choosing, though, not chasing. Well, See, that's thing. what you're saying. No, it's not. Same it's the complete thing. opposite. I mean, the, yeah, because this is the problem is that everybody like, why can't it be that like he just really liked her and, and, or, and she really liked him. But she said that's the one. For, like, I don't know why you have to talk about it in like, either way. Like, I just and I, I can guarantee it was. I just find it irritating. I mean, look, I mean, I say it, I'm just going to say it, she's a climber, right? She is. Like, I mean, she can say, she could come on her climber. podcast and say the one thing I really like is Nat Richards, and you go, oh, I we're, don't like we're it. We're going to get grabbed in the next one. Aren't we? <laughs> yes. We're going to get included in the yeah. next podcast. I mean, you're going to get included in every podcast if you keep going on about <laughs> yeah, look, it. Look at all this. Look at the press taking having a go at me. <laughs> well, I mean, she's having to go back as well, and you know, fair play. I mean, she's a public figure, mm. um, and, and she's somebody who who wants to make a difference, and you know, like she's got to take the criticism with it as well. Mm. Um, I, I just, look, there's so much about this that I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy the podcast. I, I Stop listening it's, then. It's, well, I think it's after because I work in news and because we're on here. But I do find find it irritating. It's a lot about Megan. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a podcast <laughs> yeah, about her. Yeah, guests, interviewing guests, you know. It's just, it's, it's an all grandstanding thing. I think feel like we're building up to something here. We're either, one, trying to stay relevant, or two, I reckon she's going to, she's going to, Look for a career in politics, I think, or something along those lines. I don't know what She's you're expecting. She's power dressing in red as well. Oh, yeah. oh, Always an indication. God. Wear oh, red. God. I don't red know what you were expecting from the podcast. Were you expecting like a sitcom? Or like? I just thought, you know, something a bit... I mean, it's good fodder for journalists, I must say. I do quite enjoy it for that. I always, I'm always going to get outraged. <laughs> Speaking of outrage as yeah. well, we've got to talk about A Place on the Sun. 
So it's a bit like Escape to the Country in that uh, they showed them three properties. Mm-hmm. Except this one, these are ones in the sunshine, so in exotic locations. Like, What's the Australian? Like isn't there an Australian one as well? Escape to the country. No, like oh, yeah, wanted down under something some, like that. Yeah, one of those. My, my mum and dad usually watch it, and yeah. they just go, "Darwin, is that near you?" <laughs> yeah, no. That's Australia, yeah, exactly. Isn't it? <laughs> it's in Bundaberg this week. Is, is that near you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah. So they're on three properties, and basically say. Pick one, ideally, or don't. (laughs) (laughs) Deal or no deal, basically, (laughs) with properties. The thing I find annoying about these shows is that they they show the house that they're wanting to trade up from, and Mm. it'll be like a two-bedroom house in Grimsby. And they'll say, we want to live in a four-bedroom house with a swimming pool in Mallorca. (laughs) And they've taken this couple around Tuscany, and they are not happy. They've stormed off and said that we're not very happy with what you've shown us here. And that doesn't happen often. They're normally British people, very polite, very diplomatic. No, it's not for us, but it's a beautiful property. And, you know, I think we did prefer house number two, but... I'd much rather see someone storm off on these. From, like, from the ones that I've ever watched, basically what happens is they go round three. They go, oh, it's very nice. We like this bit about it, but not so much this bit. And then at the end, it goes, 12 months later, they still haven't moved. <laughs> no, so, oh, what was the point in any of this? Who goes on these shows? <laughs> who goes mean? on them? Like... I'm sorry, but Megan would go on in it, wouldn't oh, she? she would. Talk about herself. Look yeah, at a new sixteen house. million dollar yeah. mansion in so, California. Oh, you know, couldn't afford that one. Yeah, too yeah. many palm trees. <laughs> Interlocking one. <laughs> um, but look, I mean, I find it irritating because I reckon these people, right? They either go on there to say, "I've got this much money. Look at the all fancy houses I can buy." Right. Or. Or they're just actually genu- genuinely looking for like some If you're looking for a house, like, why would you go to the effort to go on a TV show? Just contact a real estate agent and be because over with. you get probably free flights there and back. For this, yeah, for the place in the sun, yeah, escape yes. to the country. What free transport? <laughs> yeah, free transport to Surrey. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, uh, uh, cost of living these days. That yeah, could exactly, be a fair bit, exactly. Could, could be a fair bit. Uh, well, let's watch the footage. It's really remote, okay. and that's my side location. Of the location is a little bit of an issue. We don't mind driving to some communities, shops. That's fine, okay. but it, it feels you come off some very remote roads, down remote track into the woods. It it just feels disconnected. Okay, so obviously this is where the heart and the head, mm. one of them's yeah. going to win over. Do you want to keep looking around this one? I think we've probably drawn a line on this one. It's location. The house is lovely, but it's location, so I think it will be a nice. So there we go. Uh, I mean, you're not going... Not, not quite the storm no. off that I was expecting. It is still, yeah. still, you know. Cost of living these days, you know, they're, they're not going to be too happy. And we'll go cost of living as well. Let's talk about Primarni, Primark. Mm-hmm. Uh, put their prices up. Oh, just this is horrendous. This is an absolute I outrage. Don't care about this. When Primark like, puts its prices up, you know shit's got real. What do you mean? Everywhere has put their prices up. Primark has put its prices up. Yes, because they all have put their prices what, 12 up. 12 to 14 quid. I know. That's an absolute outrage. <laughs> God. Absolute outrage. <laughs> Two quid increase. I'm not saying that that. Those increases don't hurt people. Of course they do. And it Especially means like people who go to Primark are, are probably going to be people who are like, they're not loaded. They're not people who are like with a 500 grand budget on a place well, in the sun. No. They're not. I, I, they're I'm, not wearing Primark. I'm not saying they are. Look, I, and obviously all price increases for whatever it is that you buy from wherever for anyone is going to hurt eventually. But seriously, like... I don't know why everybody's going to like, why has this become news? Stop being so diplomatic. But everybody else put their prices up and no one no one cares. Stop being so diplomatic when Primark puts its prices up. You know shit's got real. <laughs> it's, honestly, a big deal. 
things okay. going on. Everybody's outraged on social media, and but yeah, but everybody's so you, outraged on social media. Full stop. Like that is what they do. It's a permanent situation where you're always outraged. Yeah. However, um, yeah, well, things got up like one quid, two quid, but they put these stickers over the original price. Yes, so but, just yeah. to make it worse, here's what you could have paid. Here's how much more you've been it was charged. It's not like bullseye. Here's what you could have won. <laughs> but that's. But that is what all retailers do, mainly, is just put a sticker over the top of a sticker. Like, that's not new thing. Primark is known for being a budget clothing outlet, though. So when Primark's putting its prices up, you know things are difficult. But they haven't uh, made them 50 quid. <laughs> like, they, they, some things have gone up from £1 to £1.25. You spend 50 quid in Primark, I mean, you're getting a whole new wardrobe. Not anymore. No. Barely get anything. That costs you 55 yeah, now. Yeah, pair of socks and no change. <laughs> Seriously, it's not... Like everyone is... But I'm not saying it's not a big deal that people are putting their prices up. But everybody is putting their prices up. That's how supply and demand works. Primark have hit back and said, you know, this is the cost of our staffing, cost of living pressures, it's affecting us too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Because that's a knock-on effect to everybody. Yeah, exactly. There. Don't pay Primark staff more. If they want more, they can go to Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got a Marks and Spencers in Huddersfield, FYI. Wow. We haven't. No. We've got a Primark, though. Of course you have. You've got so. four. One on every corner. <laughs> we haven't got a lot of Greggs. <laughs> <laughs> what are Greggs? I tell you what one we think we haven't got is three points on the board. Yeah, I, know. Yeah, I, know. I mean, this was this was a goal that was not a goal. I mean, the, the picture in front of us is the most telling picture I've seen in a football Not game. Offside, in a long time, right? To be let's just let's rule that out first. This is this. Can you can you just agree with me that this is over the line, right? Uh, he's got he's holding the ball next to the post from inside the goal. You can tell his face. He's just like, oh yeah, that's in. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. No, <laughs> wasn't disallowed. We lost the game. Well, it wasn't disallowed. So it, was it right that Hawkeye wasn't working, right? So, or something, there yeah, was some sort so of malfunction. We didn't get the goal, mm. right? So Hawkeye has uh, shat itself, basically. <laughs> okay, cool. So, you know, the one time you want the technology to work and it doesn't, mm. that's a key example. The ball wasn't being tracked at that stage. And just, you know, sod to all, none of the officials had a good eye of it either. So the goal didn't get allowed. Mm. And that was it. I mean, it that's pretty- it. There's no appeal. The ma- uh, referee's decision's final. No judge. No judge. Yeah, yeah, the judge should be. The there judge should be. Yeah, we should take this higher, guys. <laughs> Guilty. Um, um, this decision's final, apparently, and I am absolutely outraged, and so is every other Huddersfield Town fan right now, because that is... Look at that. I know. It's pretty bad. And it was it was a bad weekend in football all round for technology, really, so... Referees Association had to come out and apologise for a lot of VAR decisions that they got wrong as well. So, you know, the fact that we're still talking about them every mm-hmm. single week suggests that something's going to change. And I suggest it could be a big overhaul at the end of this year, probably. I mean, I know this is going to sound outrageous, but why can't we just watch the footage back and go, oh, well, you know, like VAR? But, oh, yeah. why, why can't they just go, right, okay, VAR didn't work or whatever. Yeah, did someone record that on the phone? Or, uh, did just you- ask people in the crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go to the, and I've got an iPhone. Go to the telecameras. Go to the telecameras. There's enough of them. And go, can we watch that back on yours? The telecameras? Yeah, it's telecameras. Just, just, like, just Can we just use common sense on this? Well, uh, I mean... Look, it's I, absolutely outrageous. I, I agree. It's not great. It's well, not great. How can we just, like, these decisions... I mean, that this isn't a life or death goal, really. I mean, let's be honest. I'll just feel town. I'm probably not going to do great this season anyway. But if this was, like, the World Cup final, or this was, you know, Champions oh, you mean League a final... a World Cup final where a goal that didn't go in got given yeah right <laughs> I, I mean I, did, I was happy that with that one but um but you, no but like uh, can you imagine if this was a high stakes game and this is yeah. the thing is we've got to avoid this in future i think there needs to be a common sense way now that you look back at it you know after the fact and go after the on. game 
Actually, yeah. it's one all. Or at half time. <laughs> or you know, call a five minute tea break or whatever. It. Can't do it then. That's mad. Or when they're doing substitutes, go hang on. I'm just going to duck off yeah. and watch well, this. Well, so you do that. I'll do, I'm going to have a look at this. Oh, we're definitely in. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Look, add another one to the tally, Yeah, can you lads. change that? Yeah, that's mad. But um, you can tell I'm aggrieved by this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not happy. I think it's fair enough that you're aggrieved about it. But um, move on with your life. And on that note, we are going to move on with our lives. <laughs> oh, very good. That was completely unintentional, but yeah, very good. Yeah, well, um, this is our final episode. Yeah. 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 For, uh, well, uh, I guess a very long time, because I'm going off to... Uh, well, as you so delicately put it a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm up the duff. You're up the duff. I'm up the duff. Yeah, so. uh, I am going to go and, and have the baby. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to be recording during labour, because that will be traumatic for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not... And you're buggering off. Well, I'm actually not doing this show anymore because of creative differences. Yeah, can and, we say that? And Conscious so, and complete. Yeah, and, and solo projects that I've got in, in the pipeline. I've got nothing in the your pipeline. Your solo projects involve going back to England. Yeah, yeah, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's going to be lovely. I yeah. hope you have a wonderful time. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I hope you have a non-traumatic baby yeah. birth. Bring, bring me back some Percy pigs. Okay. <laughs> On that bombshell, thanks very much to everybody who's listened and watched over the past few months and uh, we hope to see you again in some other capacity one day soon. And if you take note, there might be a sneaky extra one next week. Yeah, best bits. Best bits. Best bits, bits and worst bits. Notable, Just bits. Notable moments. Yeah. See you then. Thanks to our... Aussie Pomcast is brought to you by the West Australian and Perth Now. Hosted by Natalie Richards and David Baker. Our producers are Kate Ryan and Natalie Bongiolo. You can find other podcasts produced by 7 West Media by searching for The West Australian wherever you get your podcasts.